Welcome back to Chaos Incorporated, our bi-weekly show of Identico. We're all we're all in a place today. How is we're it? all at about seventy-five percent, <laughs> maybe less. I'm, I'm at a good eighty-three. I'm oh eighty-three. I'm feeling, there we go. I'm feeling about twenty-three percent. So okay, I've got seventeen. So if Ooh. I can if I can you know vibe with Michael, we got a hundred covered. We there can, you go. We can balance it out. We folks. can totally vibe, Kaylee. We're going to be okay. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Sorry about our brief hiatus. Uh, we all hoped that 2023 was going to start a little smoother. Just a just a smidge. And I'm getting I'm getting head shakes across the board. We're all we're all muddling through it. I promise. I promise. Uh, as always, I am Alex the Humanoid. I am your uh, game runner. Uh, I do have some fun announcements. So, if you go to Drive Through RPG right now, you will find we finally did it. And all credit to the Mallow Man uh, who spearheaded this project. The Errata document is up there. There is an entirely updated hacking section. There is so much stuff, so many little corrections and ads and things like that. So you can go to Drive Through RPG right now it is there you can download it it is free it is entirely free um it took us a little while and we you know but um i looked over the document the other day and it is it's it's really really phenomenal so go grab the errata document because now you can play more identico there's more equipment in there there's updated weapons tables there's more talents there is a hugely expanded hacking section. There's more programs. There's more everything. So we are giving you more for free, right? So go out and try new games. Is there more cowbell? You know what? I think he forgot the cowbell. <gasps> Damn it! All right. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get on Mallow. Michael shaking his head. He's just like, no, no cowbell. There it is. Damn it. Uh, so thank you all for joining us. I once again joined by our wonderful cast, uh, starting with Michael, who plays our Leo Maxi. Michael, how are you today? Uh, Michael is doing well. Uh, I'm just checking in for him. He's doing great. Um, <laughs> let me give you, I'll give you my quote. I'll start the, the night off right here. In the confusion, we stay with each other, happy to be together, speaking without uttering a single word. It's a good one. I like it. 
Uh, next in the shoot is our good friend Kaylee, who's playing our hacker Chone. Who has a cold, so if I occasionally mute to blow my nose, you're welcome. Oh, you probably want a quote, too, that's not about my nose. Um, Do you have one for your nose? No. Well, <laughs> I have one that's really loud. If you've never cried, your eyes can't be so beautiful. If you've never been hurt, you can't feel the pain of others. Oh. Going deep. Love it. Yeah. Um, very deep. We're setting the tone early tonight, folks. We're setting it early tonight. Uh, next up to shoot, his longtime cast member and our good friend Caleb, who plays Zed Lane, the operative. Revenge is a confession of pain. So what you're telling me is that Zed is in pain all the time. <laughs> Golly. I would argue that the Klingons also think it's a dish best served cold. Isn't that like, like one of the wiggly wormy dishes? Also known as revenge, yes. <laughs> oh boy. I think it's gak. There you Bugs. go. And last but certainly not least, it is Dot playing Stitches, our erstwhile merc. <laughs> uh, success is not final, failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Which is what Dot says every time Stitches gets into a firefight. Hoping Facts. that Stitches will live to see the next one. Uh, She's made it this far. She has. She has. Of her uh, I don't even know what episode we're on. This Kaylee. is season two, episode something. Kaylee probably knows better than I do. We're at season, episode, season two, episode 12. This is amazing. Um, so, with all that being said, uh, last session... They uh, finished off interrogating the person they had taken prisoner at the airport. Um, and after they finished interrogating them, everyone left the room so that Maxi could finish them. In a nice not, way. Not everybody left the room. Stitches stayed. True. <laughs> Stitches stayed. Uh, the team watch. went back to the condo to try and mend their wounds, both uh, mental, physical, and emotional, all three. Um, after a lot of discussion, um, they kind of started to, to mend where they were, get back right with the world, and then all of a sudden, someone appeared in Chone's room, someone that only Chone recognized. And that is where we will pick up today. I think Maxie was, but Maxie did not was, have pants on. Yes, Maxie was in the room, but did not have pants on. Uh, Maxie, you see a man. It's hard to pick out an ethnicity. It's kind of muddled. He looks to be about 5'7", five, 5'8", five, with a wiry, like, muscular type build, but very white. Not, like, bulky, but very, like, mm -hmm. lithe. Um, he's wearing... You would almost classify it like a military, like a battle dress uniform, but it's strange, and you've never seen one quite in that pattern before. Um, he appears to be sitting on the opposite side of the room from Chone, and you do see a look of recognition on Chone's face as he says, Hello again. Yes, you learned a new trick, it appears. I got here 
outside of the quantum state. Should. Which is impressive. Chote, as you look closer, you see that he, like, parts of his uniform are covered in what appears to be blood. He goes, lots of practice. Uh, is any of that yours? Oh, most of it. Where is Stitches in the room? I'm sorry, I forgot already. No. I uh, can I know Z- get Stitches. Zed ran into the room last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Were was Maxi and Stitches still outside? Is that what we were doing? I thought. See, I, I remember uh, Max. I remember ending this episode. I thought with Maxi on the patio. Oh, eating. on the patio. Yeah, there we were go. still outside. Right? Maxi and Zed's in the room. On the patio. Only Zed. Zed. Sorry, I don't as think we've been. I got that mixed up. Like, yeah. The, as the official scribe, I'd like to see the group outside hears a male's voice from Chone's room. They rush in. Okay. Chone is actually unconscious with Abby uh, standing over him, and they wake him up. Okay. Well, there we go. You know, you guys could read the notes I painstakingly write every time. I was trying to. I'm in the middle of I was the model. Skimming. Terrible, terrible. I, was I started also... at the beginning, though. I so there we go. At the end. Yeah. <laughs> Remix. Um, so y'all, y'all had run into the room. Stitches, uh, this is Abby. Can you look and see if that he's still depositing blood in his thing? Depositing his blood in where? Do you see the the clothing he is wearing? That's the, the blood on it. Uh huh. It's the darker splotches. Can he he looks down and goes, "I think I've stopped most of it." Okay. Yeah. Stitches. Stitches goes over to Abby and like starts. As you try to lift. touch him, your hand passes through. Okay. So what here here? So you didn't get all the way here. Not quite. Okay. Maxie so starts. Can't, I can't fix that. I I hope you know. I can't help with this. I. Mm. Maxie starts looking around for like a a hollow projector, like something that's projecting this image into the room. Actually, just give me a perception check. Um, oh, nice. He goes. He goes. He looks at Joan. He goes. These are the friends you told me about. Yeah. That is Most a 12, per, 12 for perception, so you don't, you no. don't, well, you don't see anything. He goes, they look nice. They are. We're just in a, we're having a bit of a rough patch at the moment. Looks at, over at the other ones, he goes, a couple of them look a little wounded. That's an astute observation and slightly understating it. Yes, yeah, yeah. We just, there was a fight. Gotcha. Um, hi. Who are you, please? He goes, oh, um, my name's Abiel. I met your friend Chone a little while back when she was captured. They were captured. Abiel? Like, an angel? I don't know if that translates. Hmm. No, not Angel. He goes, so, how's it going? 
She took another swing at us, and that's what ended us here. Ah. He goes, how long has it been for you? A few weeks. Okay. I really should set a timer. He goes, it's been uh, 26 years. Okay, then about time you learned that trick, then. He goes, I helped your friend. You've seen the stuff she can do. they can do now. You, you taught Chone how to do all of that? Yeah. But that's why there's a target on our backs. Well, the target was there before. Um, he goes... He looks over at Cho and he goes, do you mind if I try and... Oh, go right ahead. I've not had a lot of luck with it, so... He goes, Chone told me your whole thing. He goes, uh, when you were in California, he goes, Chone and the other one who used to be with you. Wait... You, you can do weird science magic, but you don't know California? Apex. You are speaking of Apex. They don't have a California anymore where Abby's from. How do you not have a California? Where is Where's this person from? from? Do you remember when I said that if she got if 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 she got off planet, it'd be bad for the entire planet and for like all of humanity? Mm-hmm. Remember when I told you that that is something I know will happen, could happen in the future? Yes. Perhaps I learned it from somebody from the. So this is an alien future from the future. He goes human I, variant. He's like, I'm human. If that's what you're asking. Just from a long way away. A long time away. Yes, and a galaxy far, far away. Same galaxy. Really? I thought it was further than that. No, we okay. figured it out. Oh, cool. Uh, okay, I'm gonna sit down for a second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be over here. He goes, your other friend, because he, now he's looking at Maxi, because Maxi was picking up on what he was setting down. Apex. When yes. you were there, the machine called them beautiful. Do you remember it, it wanted them, but not you guys? I do recall being rejected. Yes. Do you? That's why. You've been running into people with weird abilities, right? Yes. Yes. Chone and Apex have those abilities, but theirs aren't as apparent. Wait, 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 wait. This is this is new. This is... Apex had abilities? Uh... Apex is not aware of those abilities. I ran into Chone because I got sucked into a quantum gravity well, for lack of a better term. When Chone got captured a little while ago, she was holding Chone in a quantum computer. A really powerful one. When I was trying to project back, it sucked me in. That's where I met Cho. Back 
By the way, so the audience, you can catch this episode on youtube.com slash identico. To, to be clear, Chone was being, Chone's consciousness was being held in a quantum prison. Before you pulled her out, them out. They both work. You're good. I understand that makes sense. Her physical, their physical body was present, Maxie, but Maxi, you're good. Either works. Understood. But their physical body was present. But their consciousness was, was jacked in to this computer. Yes. And the power of the quantum computer sucked me in when I was trying to project back. I just want it to be clear that Stitches is uh, making the same face. <laughs> the no, Maxie's, Maxie's very much making this face, too. Like The person you've been fighting and the computer... We're still fighting them. In the future. Mm -hmm. Somewhere far away. Twenty-six mm -hmm. years in the future. Is no. that correct? No. Way Further more. in the it's future. It's been twenty-six years since I saw Abby a couple weeks ago when you guys rescued me. It's been twenty-six years for Abby when you since you guys rescued me. This is why we still haven't figured out time travel, because it's fucking stupid math. <laughs> he goes Nobody's really figured out time travel. It's not really traveling. I'm just projecting. So you're like in a in a in a phone call. You're calling us from the future. Chone's ability has the Chone and Apex have the ability to alter quantum states. That's why you can do the blinky thing. That's why you can, right? Am yes. I picking it up? Thank you. You've been. I've been trying to explain this for two weeks. Okay. They just their eyes glaze over, and the, the, I don't know. Maybe I'm not doing it right. It's confusing as hell. It's also something that none of us can do. So it, Not everyone I, can. It's a mutation, for, for lack of a better term. Well, I'm sorry, Chone. I'm trying to understand. I really am. So she you're still fighting Kelly Aguilar and... We don't call her that anymore. What, what do you call her? It's a weird pronunciation. She's basically an avatar of death now. can't be good. <laughs> yeah, the computer's trying to destroy the universe, but that's a whole Maxie, other... why didn't you kill her? <laughs> In hindsight, it seems as though I may have, might have made a tactical error. Well, I'm pretty sure if you would have shot moment, her, the bullet would have just bounced off, because she's a fucking robot. Yeah. In the moment, take... it seemed like the prudent choice. <laughs> just takes her one good elbow and just gives you a jab. <laughs> As I told your friend Chone, we're trying to see if you all can alter things. Alter the future, not like quantum alter things. So, is this is this like that one movie where if you change something in the past, it changes the future? Or is this like that other movie where when you change something, it makes branching timelines and universes? Or, or is this unlike any film or media we have seen regarding time travel or time 
He goes, you're lucky Chone explained to me what a movie was. Oh, good God. We had a long conversation on a beach about it. There's no movies in the future? And there's no California. I'm out. Zed's just upset because then Hot Tub Time Machine 14 wouldn't exist. That was the good one. That was when Dwayne Johnson III and Chris Rock made a robot. And they brought John Cusack's son Tyrone back to play. Yeah, it was great. I liked that one. I didn't know Chris Rock could age so well. He, he's, he's fantastic. They de-aged him using using a quantum computer. Tyrone like, Cusack. Is that how this started? It was For the talented, movie? Talented no. actor. Um, it was... Wait, wait. We're getting it, a little far afield. We don't need to talk about movies. They don't have the same sort of in, in, information, infotainment that we do. They're fighting a war. Let's he goes, able to know movies thing and we'll move The on. short answer is we don't know. We don't know if sure it's a branching timeline oh. or if it's fixed or if you can change it. But if you can, we'd really like you to. And that's why Abby came to, well, was kind of coming back here to see if we, they could kind of use us as a fulcrum point to possibly prevent Kelly from getting off planet. And thus More specifically, the entity. You have to prevent the machine from getting off the planet. They're kind of a package deal at this point. Wouldn't it have made sense to try to go back further? Or was that to project back further earlier in the time? Stream? The problem is, is, is it's not just about that. It's time and space. And we have a hard time aiming sometimes, especially since we don't know where we came from. Like, sometimes when I wake up in the morning, it is difficult to aim. <laughs> it's going to be harder now, buddy. <laughs> trying to keep... None, trying to keep. Nonetheless, I, it also has something... I get the feeling it also has something to do with being able to connect with another Tangled, another person who can actually see and interact. The quantum computing state has just gotten to the point, and the mutations have just gotten to the point where we can were kind of in sync so it may not have been possible to go earlier because someone with your abilities didn't exist earlier right chone's kind of a right. magnet Believe so noticed. so hold on try and i just want to sum up so you're from way in the future i'm talking to abby and somewhere super far away, but still in this galaxy. Yeah. You don't super know how you got there, but you're kind of mostly human. Yeah. You and others, or you and everyone, have these wild quantum powers. Less than a half of a percent. Very small. And you're fighting a war against this entity and a future evolution iteration of who we know currently as Kelly Aguilar. You, sounds like you've got it pretty well in hand. 
but you're here now because in the in the future this is like a hail mary oh you don't know that term in the future you're trying to make a a last ditch effort to find some new tactical way to handle this so you figured out you could project yourself with your quantum powers to other points in the timeline and you've connected to Archone because they are also developing these powers but it's also possible that your interaction is what developed those powers even though developing the powers is what led to your interaction I'm pretty sure the powers were already nascent in Chone and I think your friend Apex as well but when Aguilar captured Chone and jacked them into that quantum computer it opened it up Mm. It's a genetic mutation, from what I can tell. Okay. We can go into genetic drift later. I've just started reading about it. No, thank you, please. This is too confusing already. He, When you say that, Abby looks at you and goes, uh, it seems like you've got a pretty good handle on what's going on. If, if understanding the mutation would help understand what's happening to Chone more, I would like to know more. You'll figure it out eventually. But anyway, you're here for a reason. I'm sure you didn't just stop by to, like, give everyone else the 411 on what's going on. He goes, oh, I'm checking in to see if you'd made any progress. I was hoping to hit you a little further in the timeline. No, not. Uh, we've kind of hit a dead end. Well, correction, our lead has hit, hit become dead. And... Kelly Aguilar is dead? No, 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 no. The person we were trying to use to get oh. to the people that were working with Kelly Aguilar. He goes, yeah, I said I was trying to hit you a little later. Looks like I overshot. But this is probably the last one I've got. Goody. Okay. Do you, Did you get any... Do you have any more fixed points on, like, when they managed to get off Earth? A year, a month, a date? How much do we have a time frame? Because it's not people on your planet, they're already out in the solar system, aren't they? Yeah. Not long. But but Aguilar is here. The machine is still here. Ten, fifteen years tops. Okay. I was expecting ten to fifteen days, so yours is better. Still urgent, not emergent. Uh, okay. We- We'd really like you to destroy the entity. That would be helpful. What? We'd have okay. to figure out where that, where the entity exists, because right now, as far as I can tell, it's everywhere. And how do you expect us to do that? It's in its nascent form right now. I don't know. Okay. What, what, what have you already tried? And what is it? What is the entity? It started as an AI that started on your planet. Right. So, but what have you already tried to, to destroy it? Because I'm assuming that there's been an effort, right? Yeah. Okay, so what hasn't worked so we don't keep repeating those mistakes? Oh, um... It controls a craft the size of a 
large sun, so we're kind of screwed. Which is why we're kind of back here, so get it while it, you know, catch it while it's small. That's not... So, to, sti to, Stitch's, to Stitch's point, she's saying, what have you thrown at this thing so we Before don't try it, it again now? Yes. Or has... Well, we I guess there's no before for them. We lost track of it. It appeared, it reappeared about 200 years ago. Hmm. Okay. So while there may be a number of AIs currently existence on the planet, how many of them would be powerful enough to Alex, become know, an entity of this size? We know about we know the who the AI is. You do. Okay. Well, there's only been one AI who used to be human. The the benevolent guy. Yeah. So that's. That's who evolved into this universe-destroying thing, piloting a ship that's the size of a sun, a star. Yeah, I think that's pretty right. That's pretty accurate. You know, we, we used to do normal things. I used to go to conferences and <laughs> buy out companies. Well, if you also remember, we just had the discussion where I think we, I should probably take off and work on this so you guys don't all get blown up. But that. Well, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> but then you could go back to taking over companies. I don't want to do that anymore. Being a dick in your spare time. I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Zed has taken to being a dick full time. Wow, there's a lesson right there. Considering your dick is hanging out, sir. <laughs> is it? Is Maxie just standing here naked? <laughs> uh, Maxie keep running. Maxie was naked on the patio. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and Max, Maxie just came running into the room. So. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> so basically, it. The problem is. I've got a target on my back. I'm assuming Apex is slightly safer because she doesn't know what she's doing. She's not using her abilities. She's not developing her abilities. So Kelly and the AI are not probably aware of her at this time. Well, if you well, recall, you had the IOG pick up Apex right. and relocate her after you were captured. So, I mean, they may suspect, but they don't know for sure because we also blew up the, the one thing. Mm -hmm. But, again, this is a huge problem, and it's something I don't know if we're going to be able to do, but we've got to try. For, like, humanity's future? No, I believe you are absolutely correct, Joan. We must determine a course of action. Okay, and, so... An, an AI of that size would not have a centralized computing core, correct? It would be distributed computing. No, it would probably have a centralized spot. Like like Larry Moe and Curly. 
but to but the resources but to... would be vast it would be using yes and it probably has links online so there should only be a limited number of facilities that could contain the sheer amount of computing power required to maintain an AI of that size, correct? Theoretically, yes. But wouldn't it just be able to... Wouldn't it be able to just move from place to place if need be? But we're talking... It needs capacity and yeah. bandwidth. An AI of that complexity yes. requires space. Mm-hmm. Lots of RAM. <laughs> oh, you know RAM, but you don't know California. <laughs> I probably think 640 gigs is enough. So, that being the case, then, Chone, would you be able to identify a number of locations where the benevolent AI may be housed? The problem is, is it could be housed in any number of those locations. Every single megacorp that's out there has computing resources that could do this uh, along with several many many other smaller companies it's, it's really hard thank you okay so mr mr future man his name's abby that- he he chuckles at that i break tension chone You have been attempting to communicate. You've been trying to reach out. You've been trying to find a way to change the future, possibly. Um, You've been helping Chone understand these new powers. Is there anything else you can provide us? A, A resource, a tool, information to try to accomplish this goal? I'm, we're on board, but... Our, our resources are it, insignificant isn't doesn't begin to describe the word if if what you're saying is true dwindling by the minute and stitches shows shows Abby her arm <laughs> that is exponentially oh dwindling he, he he looks at your arm and he goes you should have that looked at don't they make cyber arms yes don't start it's okay I'll, it's a thing it's a thing. I'll leave it alone yeah look at mine they're garbage <laughs> They look pretty nice to me. I I might not know how to use them. I don't think I know how to use them yet. Look, at some point, and this is, there's three points that we don't know. At some point, it's going to transfer its central core to something in the solar system. That's how it's going to escape. And it's going to run. That's number one. It's going to take Aguilar with it. We don't know if this happens right before or right after, but we suspect right before it moves its central core. It comes into contact with something else, something that infects the central core. It changes it. Now, based on my conversations with Chone and talking to my mentors, I'm fairly certain from the time that it uploaded itself, when it was human, 
that it's been gradually rewriting itself, evolving, changing itself, becoming less human as each iteration goes. Does that make sense? Like you when you photocopy a photocopy. Right. But in this case, it's photocopying, but sharpening the image at the same time. It's becoming more powerful every time it rewrites itself. Right? Copy. Is it trying to take over bodies yet? Or, sort of? Isn't that, I believe, wasn't Aguilar's I companion? Yeah. No, that was more like that was more like a sex toy Rob. Yeah, but the, the tech that I you're working on is that they were working on is similar. Yeah. I think the cyber zombie that we ran into in her house before it went kaboom was possibly a first attempt of that. Mm. It's going to start trying to take over bodies, but it's going to come into contact with something that infects its ev evolution process. It's going to turn it into something worse. I don't know if that's happened yet. Uh, I have a question, Avi. B. It's with a B. A, B, uh, I, not uh, a, B. B. I, I apologize. B. This has been a lot to take in. He shrugs. Abi, if there are beings like yourself that can project into another part of time. Me. So you are the only person in your timeline that can project. This far back? Yeah. Does it stand to reason that the AI may have agents that can also project? That's always been the thing that stymied it. Every time it tried to take over body, this is why it tried to take over body. It was trying to take control of Entangled, like Chone. But every time it tried, it failed. There's something about the mutation with the Entangled that makes it difficult, if not impossible, for it to use Chone's type of abilities once the AI has tried to take control of it. So it only ever tried to take over Entangled. I'm sorry, say that one more time. It only ever tried to invade Entangled. No, it's invaded a whole bunch of people, but it's so what, failed when it tries with Entangled. What happens to the other people, though? Like the they, regular folks it takes over. They become extensions of it. Okay, so that's its reach then, right? So we've talked about how it needs a facility to host itself. Yes. That's its reach. And then it would also need individuals with accessible cyberware. Right. And then Stitches waves her arm at Zed's face again and she's like, not so stupid now, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Maxi unconsciously traces the scar like on his uh, next to his eyes. Joan, what, what would you like to do? I'd kind of like to wake up now, but that's really not an option. No, no, okay. Yes. Um, I mean, 
you are clearly a integral part of Aguilar's plan. You and people like you that have this entanglement ability, right? Or is that is that right? Um, Close enough. Mutation. <clears throat> what do you want to do? I think we need to fight it, but that's not... That's... They're coming after me. Mm -hmm. I'm the target right now. Mm -hmm. So you guys should seriously run because you've already taken a, you've lost an arm. Maxie's almost lost a, lost stuff. Zed got hurt. Look at his face. I got better. <laughs> We're fine. Here's the thing though, Chone. We've gone through all of these things. And we're still here for you. We all want to be here for you. We all want to be here doing this. Abby says, listen to your family. Please don't ever think that I did this by myself. I would have died a long time ago had I tried. Chone kind of shoots a look over at Abby. Like... Thanks for having my back, dick. Doesn't verbalize it, but then turns back. It's like, all right, if y'all are going to be just insane enough, I I don't we, know what what to do next. We had a we had a lead on this church to get a to find Kelly, which would lead us to the AI. But we goes, that lead. Joan, didn't up. you didn't you tell me the people you were working for wanted you to find these people anyway? Yeah, you said a lot of people. Why can't we still use the church? Why can't we still use the contact with the church? Why can't we She's present ourselves? Lying in a puddle in the middle of the airfield? Remember that part? But her father isn't. We don't. We have no in with him yet. We had her. We were there. We can say that we were part of her team because we were. We can we can provide some sort of closure mm. or some level of grief support to her father. We could we get hired to exact revenge. Exactly. Abby, you said three important points, so you said one. What were the other two? He makes contact with whatever infects them. They get out of here. Here, wait, wait. What's here? the The solar system, or yeah. okay, they get out of the solar system. The third one's probably too far for you to worry about, but they make contact with the hegemony. The, uh, the what now? It's another government. My time. Okay. But yeah, Chone told me you were working for some group and that you were hunting these people anyway. Right? Yes. You've been hunting them for some time. That's how you got to the house where they told Chone they were beautiful. 
Yes, Aguilar has been on our radar for quite some time. That is correct. But if Aguilar... Aguilar's not... We thought Aguilar was the driver. Aguilar is just the passenger right now. Aguilar is a... Accomplice. Acolyte. Hey. If you're trying to... He goes, this is why it's fascinated with the entangled, right? It's why it made itself an AI in the first place. If your obsession is exceeding the capacity of humanity, right? And if you're Aguilar, and that's also your obsession, exceeding the capacity of what a normal human can do. It's the best way you're going to hit yourself to. The AI's become more than human. What is it now? What's its identity? I don't know. But it seems like Aguilar wants to exceed the capability of a normal human. And she has hitched herself to, based on what Chon told me when we were in the thing, to this AI because she thinks that's her best shot. And if I recall... No, go ahead. Go ahead, Kaylee. And they're both looking at the entangled as possibly a jump start. Right there. We know Aguilar is attempting, in at least some part, to go to space, correct? She has contact. She has company contacts. And yeah. And all of her data streams were uploading to orbitals. Well, that was the thing, is that the church is funding her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we were thinking if we could follow the money from the church to her. Mm -hmm. But taking out, if we, okay. If we eliminate all of the problems of finding all this stuff, if we destroy Aguilar now, that doesn't solve the problem of the future because the entity is the bigger problem. It would probably, if we take out Aguilar now, it slows down the progress, but doesn't stop it. We have to target the entity. You are correct, Zed, but even stopping Aguilar may change things significantly enough to give stopping the entity more of a fighting chance. Because if we stop Aguilar... Because if she's its ride off planet, which is what the current theory is, it doesn't get off planet. It doesn't meet this thing that gets infected. It dies here on Earth. Out of the options that we have been presented with, stopping Aguilar from leaving the planet seems to be the easiest to possibly achieve. I need a drink. Avi goes, look, time for me is running dry. I got to get back to the thing that I was doing. Hopefully uh, you'll find out that uh, this was enough. Or you won't find out that this is enough. That sucks. Even if we succeed, you're not going to know because then you won't exist unless it's an alternate timeline. Then we wouldn't have done it because your time... 
I'm still getting headaches. He looks at you, Joan, and he goes, You're alright, Joan. He goes, Try not to worry about it too much. Not everybody gets a happy ending. We just want to have our ending be a little happier than Kelly Aguilar's and the AI's. And I think yours will be. So, don't worry about me. He's like, I'm going to get back to my ending now. Be well. Good luck. Don't say no to family. It'll help you in the end. You got any other questions real quick? Nothing I can think of that would be helpful. Do you solve sandwiches in the future? He seems to be searching his brain for a second. He goes, ah, yeah, got that translation. Yes, we do. But you don't call them sandwiches? Wait, you're not talking English? Quantum translation. Are, are you speaking a different language or like some ev evolution of English? <sighs> but you still have sandwiches. It's yes. Esperanto, but there's a tr instant translation. How good are the sandwiches? Depends where you get them from. Some sandwiches are good. Some are shit. I like this feature. I'm, I'm in. We're going to fix it because we got to make those good sandwiches. He goes, I certainly hope so. He goes, good luck, Joan. Thanks. And he just disappears, blinks out of existence. That was a lot. Yeah, that sure was something. <laughs> um, well, I'm hungry. I'm going to go to the kitchen. Um, I, uh, I need some coffee. Yeah, I think Stitches will probably follow to the kitchen. I'm, uh, I'm going to need something a little bit stronger than coffee. <laughs> Will whiskey do? Yeah. Yeah, that'll do. You can put that in coffee. Ooh, yeah. Real question is, is Maxie going to put on pants? Please don't. We, we, uh, he hasn't yet. <laughs> so. Just checking. So, yeah, Zed's going to go into the kitchen. Um, it's still morning, right? It was morning of this day when this happened. Yeah, you, yeah. Ju you just made breakfast and was mm -hmm. were serving it out on the on the porch. Yep. Right. Okay. So the kitchen's kind of messy from cooking breakfast. Um, normally, when y'all have seen Zed like in the kitchen cooking, he's very methodical in what he does, like moving from task to task in a very efficient flow. Now, when he goes back into the kitchen and and Whoever follows, follows. He is like bouncing from task to task, noticeably randomly. Like he'll go to clean up a dish and in the middle of wiping it, put it down and start like making toast and then leave that halfway done and go over to the fridge. Like he is just really, really scattered right now. 
Um, Chone, as everybody files out of their room, sends off a uh, information request to IOG. Basically, anything they can give me on the benevolent AI, what it's currently up to, etc. Just give me an info dump on that whenever they can. And then I'm going to go out and get some breakfast and witness the randomness. Okay. Anyone else? Maxie will pour a couple of, of fingers of whiskey and uh, two rocks glasses. Um, he'll down his briefly and then just kind of look at the group and then nod and then head back to his room. He'll come out a few minutes later in uh, some casual clothing. Ah, oh, shucks. Yeah. <clears throat> Stitch is probably also just takes the drink. Um, I don't remember what she was wearing. If anything. Uh, I think Maxie was the only one completely sans clothes. (laughs) Bunch of nudists in this strike team. Um, Yeah, I think think Stitches is going to stay with Zed for the moment. Um, and when she, like, after she takes her drink and she notices that Zed seems to be a little off kilter, um, she'll, she'll go up to him, like, if he's at the sink, like, washing a dish, dish, and she just puts her hand on his shoulder and just gives it a little bit of a squeeze. Like, it's gonna be okay, man. Before going back to her room to get changed into a little bit more clothes. <laughs> While Zed is going from task to task, just to see how out of sorts he is, Chone like will like he'll like when he went to go make toast, Chone will go over and like put down some like really, really crappy jam that like you know department store jam next to the toaster where there was this really nice freshly made uh, freshly made preserves uh replaces the uh, art- artisanal butter with like i can't believe it's not butter just kind of like doing this it, it, about 30 seconds behind zed to see if they actually ever notice and then sits back and observes the experiment I like to think that in the future it's not called I can't believe it's not butter, it's called you won't believe what this used to be called. <laughs> There's a hint, it isn't butter. Um so Zed doesn't notice Chone doing this prank when he sees something in the wrong place or the wrong thing. He just looks at it like and stops for a second. And you can kind of see the wheels turning in his head like, I thought I got the other thing, but here's this thing. Okay, this like goes back and he he's he thinks he just grabbed the wrong thing or he, he doesn't know you're doing it. He doesn't comprehend that. He's just not paying attention. He's clearly lost in his own thoughts. He's stressed out. So he doesn't really see what you're doing at this point. Okay. When you're putting stuff away, Chone takes the toast and starts eating it. Uh, he, he goes to the toaster to pull out the toast. It's not there. And he's like jiggling the buttons thinking it got stuck in the toaster. And he, he kind of hyper focuses on this for a second. So he like picks up the toaster 
and he's trying to find the toast and he's oh crumbs crumbs pour out of that thing crumbs pour out of it onto his face as i'm doing a visual bit on what will be a podcast but also on youtube so you're welcome um yeah (laughs) and he's uh he's very confused about where this damn toast went zed hmm chone slides a like a saucer over that has the other piece of toast looking for this oh um yes did i give that to you already i thought no (sighs) okay uh so i'll put the toaster down and pick up the plate with one hand and i'm eating some toast this is i scraped the burnt parts off for you is it is this not the peach preserves we got from the market the other day this kind of tastes fake. No, that that's the strawberry jam that that came in the in the bar. No, oh, that's not good. <laughs> it's not supposed to be. <sighs> it's just it it's sugar and strawberry flavors. Ugh. All right. What's wrong? Is your mind I don't know. alone? Um. Yeah, because I'm pretty familiar with those right now. Yeah, I guess you've been dealing with this for a while, huh? I'm sorry. It's been a couple weeks. I probably didn't explain it quite right at first. Um, I mean, it makes while it it took a while to kind of catch up. Because okay, this might not be a very good uh, analogy, but I'm I'm gonna try. Oh, I, I, okay. I can do this. Okay. You know, the stand mixer over there. Yeah. And how, you know, when you normally mix things, you like turn it on like one or two and it just does a nice little, you know, mix. Yeah. But you know, if you needed to, you could turn it up to 10 and then shit would fly everywhere. Mm Hmm. Yeah. That's my brain was at 10. And I was trying to explain things while still talking at a two. Yeah. So shit was flying everywhere. And I don't think any of it got in on any of you. It definitely did not. I, we, I, I was confused. Everyone was confused. I got I could, that. It's, yeah. It's been a very crazy few weeks. So I need you to get your head on straight. How can I help you? I mean, the short answer is not cutting and running when we need to stick together so that we can understand what you need and how to protect you while also solving this impossible puzzle. Zed, so I do hmm. not need a lecture about this right now. No, you don't need a lecture, but you you keep thinking that the the way to fix this is by not being here and that is the opposite of the solution you have we have to stick together well we, i'm just saying that the safest path for you guys is to not be anywhere near me but since you're going to be insane and not do that i guess it's kind of pointless to point that out anymore 
yeah, none of none of this is safe or sensible. We have to stick together. We have to we have to keep you alive. We have to take care of you, and we can't do that if you're off by yourself. You do know I can take care of myself, right? You're not my father. And when Chon says that the plate that Zed was holding like flies across the kitchen and smashes on the wall and Zed just goes and like drops down almost on his haunches and he is like holding his hands kind of shaking by the side of his head and after a second he kind of still from the ground um I know that but look and he stands up and kind of leans on the counter and he's looking at Chone but looking kind of past them so that he doesn't have to have eye contact. When you look up towards Chone, Chone, unseen by you, when you had your outburst, jumped off of their the, the little stool that they were on and is currently standing like in a defensive position with a strawberry jam product smeared butter knife pointed at you. Yeah, Zed does not see that at all. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, um, I, I, I didn't mean to react like that, but, um, you don't know this about me. I don't, I don't really talk about this, but, um, I, I spent my entire childhood idolizing my dad and trying to get his attention, trying to be on his radar. And I never was. And he, he praised the, the, the people at the office. He praised the, the, the people making the deals. They were always most important. And that's all I wanted to be. And I got out of school and I made it on my own. I didn't use any handouts. I I did everything I could to be the best I could be so that he would see me. And the next time I saw him, he was buying out my business. He was buying out my company. He had no idea it was me. And he didn't care. Um, so then I tried to start over. I started working with some new people. And then an offer came along that I, I just, I, I could not pass up. So I took it. And then I started getting more offers and bigger offers. 
and and then I went in to close a deal one day and it was the people that had helped me after after that happened with my dad and I I saw them and I saw the pain on their faces and the confusion and something clicked and I just didn't care. And I became him. And that that was the headhunter. That was the corporate shitbag that I was before Omni. And then all of our stuff started happening and it was just another job. But then everything everything came together and I finally figured out at, towards the end of everything we were doing before before we started working with the IOG, I, I, I couldn't be that same person anymore. I couldn't ever be better than my dad was if I was just him. And then he kind of actually looks at Chone right there. <sighs> and I, I know this is, I, I'm sorry, I wasn't better before. I'm sorry. I wasn't the best I could be. And I, I am, I'm not claiming I can do anything right here as we're trying to figure all this shit out. But I don't, I don't want to be part of that cycle anymore of abandoning family for a job or a mission. It's not right. And all, all of this shit in the world is because people are trying to just be selfish and just be, find the next way to evolve or, or get off on whatever they get off on. And it, it, we can't beat it by doing the same thing. We can only beat it if we stick together and we make a plan that is not normal. It's not what it thinks everyone is going to do. And that means being together. And I'm, I'm sorry I could not explain that before now. Um, but I'm not, I'm not going to let us not be together to fight this thing. After Zed kind of runs out of words, Chone just kind of looks at him for a minute and then puts the knife down, walks over to the fridge and gets the really good preserves and sets them down in front of Zed. I mean, if you weren't your best before, I mean, I'm a little bit worried. Aguilar and the AI don't know what's going to hit them. I mean, if you're going to turn that up, I mean, don't know if we can handle that. I just... Yeah. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm... I, that... like, threw up all over the place. I'm sorry. <laughs> you needed it. 
I mean, I spent a week throwing up on you guys verbally, and you put up with that, and I can't say I know what it's like with fathers and sons. Um, I grew up in, in, in kind of a group family, and there was a lot of love, and we weren't very successful, but... Everybody has pieces of their parents in them. It's what you decide to build on that makes you the person you are. And you decided that the parts from your dad that you looked up to were actually toxic and are hurting you. So you're going to throw them away and move on with what's left. And those are the better pieces. So, I mean, I applaud that. <sighs> And, and you're right. And that's another reason I don't want us to get blown to the winds right now. Cause I, I, I've never been able to kind of figure this out where until now we're, we're all these pieces are okay. You're going to hit me when I say this and I'm really sorry. Um, oh boy. but I mean, these pieces are all, loaf of bread. These, these pieces are all kind of tangled up right now. Um, I'll allow that one. So, yeah, like this, this, this group working together, taking care of, of each other, figuring out how you got stuck in this terrible situation, making sure it ends up okay. All of this makes more sense to me. And I don't, I don't want to stop that. Well, just if I agree to what you're saying, and I'm not saying I agree to that. I mean, technically, yes, I am saying I agree to that, but you have to understand that I'm worried about you and Maxi and even Stitches. You saw what happened to Apex when we went up against that thing in Kelly Aguilar last time. Mm-hmm. Those two are in there comparing wounds and doing whatever weird fetishistic things they want to do with each other. I, I, I don't get the whole comparing scars thing. I never will. But they're missing pieces of themselves. They're damaged and they won't get the repair because they're scared of cyber. Fine. Whatever. I can't pretend to understand that. But I don't want to lose anybody else. You have yeah. to understand that that's I'm worried about that more than Abby from the future and what's going to happen a thousand years from now from humanity. Maybe it's selfish, but I'm more worried about the people that I've lost and the people that I might lose in the near future. But I, I also am not your parents, so I can't tell you what to do. I can just suggest that the not dumbass thing would be to run. If everybody wants to be stupid with me, then I guess I can't argue with that. Yeah, I think we're all going to be real stupid together. Here, make some new toast. So y'all had heard the, the dishes smashing in the kitchen, Dot and Maxie. Stitches and Maxie. 
I, Michael and Max, Michael and Max, five stitches, dot, whatever. I'm, I'm fairly sure, and I could be wrong, but I'm fairly sure Stitches was standing there for basically all of that, (laughs) weren't they? Um, she did go to her. It's like she, she took the shot. Okay. Gave gave uh, Zed's shoulder a squeeze and reassurance, and then went to her room to get changed. But I'm gonna say she's having some difficulties and even though there is plates being thrown in the kitchen i think maxi might hear some expletives coming from stitches in her room maxi and and while that conversation is happening maxi got changed um he was coming out of his room into the hallway when the plate smash happened and I have a feeling that Maxie did one of these. Just to see what was going on. Heard some expletives and then decided to leave the situation in the kitchen the way it was. To go see what was going on with Stitches. Uh, is everything okay? Um, You... <clears throat> You come in to find Stitches with um, a pair of her pants. Like, she's scooted her feet into the pant holes. And she's trying to, like, pull the pants up with one hand. So she's, like, doing, like, weird herky-jerky motions to try and wiggle the pants onto her butt. And they just keep slipping off. I, I mean... I've the, never had a problem with walking around naked before, but this is a little too much. The uh, the obvious question would be to ask if you needed a hand, but I feel like that would be in bad taste. So would you like some assistance? Yes. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I can the, put pants on. I, I know how to put pants on. You know how to put pants on with two hands. I can do this. Yes, you can do this. It will simply take time. But here, let me let me help. I will I will pull up. You stand. Um uh, this shouldn't be too much of a production. Yeah. She let, she willingly lets you help, but she definitely has like that face of just frustration in what she has decidedly done to herself. she The choice that she has made. Um, I think that's pretty obvious to Maxie, and, and he does not push the subject right. at the moment. Yep. Um, have you uh, have you checked your dressings at all this morning? I have not. Um, I do not appear to be bleeding through at the moment. Stitches doesn't even wait for you to finish your sentence, and she just lifts your shirt up and start look, starts looking at your bandages. I, they were exposed all morning. Well, she's just making thing. sure. You left the room. Something could have changed. Could have popped a stitch, bending over to do something. <laughs> Like helping you put your pants on. Exactly. 
Understood. I, um, I, I, I have certainly felt better, but I think, I believe everything is in order. Uh, I have popped enough stitches to be able to tell you if one has popped. She makes that face at you. Maxi doesn't realize what he has said. And then she she looks at the non-existent watch on her wrist. Is it is it is it um, pain meta clock yet? Is that what it is? I I don't think so. And then you see Maxie like process for a second. No, I believe we both have taken our meds already. But I would not be opposed to making it whiskey o'clock one more time. That would be lovely. Yes, please. However. We may want to wait. I don't know if you heard the the breakage in the kitchen. Yeah. Something clearly emotional is occurring, and I... By the time you don't... guys get to that portion of the conversation, it sounds like it's calmed down. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, we should probably at least check it. Would you care to go first? I guess chivalry isn't dead after all. Yes, yes, chivalry, yes. <laughs> yeah, stitches. I mean, she's still only just wearing like pants and a and a a, a sports bra, for lack of a better item of clothing to think mm-hmm. of. Um, so yeah, she just walks out into the uh, kitchen and assumes Maxie follows her. Yeah, Maxie's wearing the equivalent of basically like workout pants and like an Under Armour shirt. Like, just very casual not quite lounge clothing. Okay. Functional clothing. Um, Athleisure. Yeah. Athleisure. I was literally about to go there. Athleisure. There you go. Uh, I, tend, I tend toward the leisure part of that. <laughs> but yeah, I get it. Um, um Chone, your glow dings with a dossier. Aha. Boom. I'm going to put that up on the uh, on the display table. Okay. So it's a full file set. So the full thing is about 5,000 pages. Um, High-level executive summary was that William Grant, who was the founder of Benevolent, um, was suffering from some... Uh, some sort of terminal illness toward the end of his life, but he had dumped a lot of money into the research of basically being able to copy the brain into AI functions and basically turn the brain into a type four AI. Um, Multiple people had tried it in the past and it never quite worked. Even now, nobody's really sure why it worked that time. And near as the best intelligence shows that particular method that he used to become the AI has not been replicated. Chone, Chone pauses like the, the playback at that point and their eyes get big. Do you guys see that? I mean, I, I see the words. Right. He did a lot of research into how to become an AI, how to upload his consciousness. It's never been successful. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't have worked. Mm-hmm. Why didn't it work on him? Because 
he was different. Are you, you are you thinking he was one of like the 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 entangled thing? Yes. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, it's a it's a theory, and that might be why he's after more of the entangled. Mm-hmm. To assume the like subsume them, and become more. Hmm. To attempt to integrate their mutations into his own. Yes and no. If, if he, be, if the reason he became became was successfully uploaded to an AI is because he was an entangled, because his brain had these abilities to connect with the quantum foam and to to manipulate the quantum realm, <laughs> he probably didn't even know he was doing it. But whatever he needed to do to make that jump, he did it instinctually. And that's when he, and at that point, he probably understood it. Like, just like the first time I used this, I was like, whoa, what the hell? It, something unlocked. I mean, this is all, now, now I have a question that Avi could be very helpful in answering, but now he, it's too late. Where? But it's a theory that that's why he's also looking for more entangled, but he's never been able to pop them because the, the mutations aren't, those people aren't awake. That makes sense. Where did you receive this information from? This, this is from the IOG. It's a it's a background on William Grant and the benevolent before he became the benevolent AI. How he became a benevolent AI. Okay. Yeah. So their official records had him dying. They actually just connected that dot not too long ago after Jackson Howe turned evidence and revealed the identities of La Sagage, which is right about the time that you all know that they got found out they were compromised because one of the other people was Allison Cantero from Identico. Um, Jackson Howe recruited the AI in himself once he knew it existed because Graham was just kind of running around doing stuff for about five years after he transferred his brain to the system. Um, neither Jackson nor the IOG knows where the primary central housing facility for his computer is. They do know it's grid connected. They do know he's loose, but he has shielded it from backtrace to a level that they can't get to it. So they've never been able to figure out exactly where it is. He's been an AI now for about 30 years, they think. Based on the source code they're seeing now, they think he's gone through at least four or five major iteration changes. And if he's looking for entangled, maybe all of those iterative like leaps in his code are when he's successfully subsumed one of them. Again, theory, complete theory. I mean, that makes sense, though. And oh. okay. Where do we even go from here? Well, you had the idea. We reach out to Marin. Hey, we were we were working with your daughter when she got taken out by Kelly Aguilar's goons. And Wait, you guys... You thought that, that was a good idea? 
it is the best idea we have at the moment for yes, getting us access that. to Aguilar. Yeah. That. 100%. Okay. Yes, it was a good idea. Thanks, man. You are welcome. Girl. Woman. I... <clears throat> Person. Human? Uh, suffice to say, it's a long dossier. The last Medic. major action that the thing took is there was some dust up in Dubai that it got involved in directly. That was a nice that was a nice phrasing, Alex. That was like you were announcing a boxing match between two like former champions. There you go. What kind of details from that thoroughly polite dust up? Uh the scuffle. There say. was a raid on something inside of the div, uh, inside of a major tower in Dubai, and near as they can tell, the benevolent AI dispatched itself as Rob's to re-intercept the data. Wow. And how long ago was that from where we are right now? About six months ago. That was the last time that they, they know that it got directly involved in something, not counting the stuff that was going on with Aguilar. Um, aside from that, they've got some cross-references in there, um, which actually includes some stuff that you fed them. Um, if you check those cross-references, Larry, Mo, and Curly are tracking at least four distinct types of mutants that they've seen. Which, Maxi, give me a human intelligence check. Maxi? Yeah. All right. Oh, I think I know why. The rumbus of oh, 17. There's something that pops in your head. It was on a display on the boat. That you were on with Felix. Okay. Four classifications that you saw on the boat when you saw those people being held there. And do I remember those classifications or just that there were four classifications? M, B, V, and uh, F. Maxi will inform the group. They were all this is like M type, F type. There is a a memory of the operation with Felix, and then pass along these classifications uh, that were noted on a workstation in the boat in regards to the strange it, 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 uh, Maxie believes in regards to the to the strange mutations, beings that Felix and he found on the boat but also further data further cro- the- well, one last sorry thing. 
Further cross-reference shows that the IOG believes it's at least one, but not more than three, other loose AIs in the grid, including one that they believe was another successful consciousness upload, not using the benevolent technique, but again, using a different technique. Um, IOG has not yet been able to isolate that entity. Uh, it operates mostly in the wastes. From the IOG records, does the the types give us any information? Like type M has these features or powers or anything like that? Uh, not features or powers. The classification types are um, basically where they think the mutations like came from. Oh, okay. Parts of the body or geographical? No, who, who's futzing with it? Oh, thought it was like, oh, all these are from Montana. No, <laughs> I'm Maxie, a dummy. Do you remember any of the name? Were there any like names of the subjects? No, because the IOGs never successfully captured. You guys got closest to capturing one or two, rather. Well, Roberto would be yep. one we know of. They, the IOG believes. Again, this is all like in the intelligence analysis that there are less than two or three hundred enhanced individuals on the planet, which means on a planet of 11 billion people, that's not very many. Kind of a needle in a stack of needles. Um, again, they have suppositions. They believe that some of them were created by the malevolent AI in its attempt at genetic mutations, genetic modification. Um, they know Malfinia has something to do with some of them, which is peculiar, but is there? Oh. Benevolent B, Malfinia M, B and F. Yeah. The F ones, classification ones, are ones that came from near the scar. But if you're focusing on the benevolent ones, they believe that benevolent has been using genetic manipulation and that the, the AI's idea is to eventually use the fact that they create most of the foodstuffs that most of the planet eats to see how many people it can mutate with that. That's the whatever analysts put together some of these summaries. That's basically their best guess. Hmm. Um, does the IOG have a file on Roberto? No, because you guys never gave them one. They know Roberto exists, but they don't have a file. Y'all okay. okay. never gave Roberto up. And then we let him get murdered. We are the heroes. <laughs> I wasn't involved. <laughs> Not involved with that particular murder. The um, other one. But not this one. Based on some of the intelligence they've tried to gather after your dust up with uh, Aguilar in California, they think that the benevolent, that the AI is attempting to combine mutation and cyberware to include this funky technology, which is what Marin and his group are after. And this is again where they're double crossing each other, right? 
but it basically would reverse the Rav technique, right? It would allow something to take control of the human body. That's the thing you had faked up. Right. The DIOG said they were sending another team after in Vegas as well. They think that's what Aguilar is working on. So the, the supposition being that if the benevolent AI can create enhanced individuals through mutation and then install this cyberware in them, it would allow them to remotely take control of people like Roberto. Who can, you know, light things on fire with their hands. Which would be handy. Yeah. I feel attacked. <laughs> gotcha. So your humor has totally disarmed me. <laughs> uh... When you're checking cross-references again, the IOG doesn't think that Aguilar's left Texas. Again, they've got a red notice out against him. There's not many this, places they can go left. This whole thing has me stumped. ba -dum -ch. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so for we... shouldering that burden. <laughs> you're all the worst. We just got very punny. Not me. I can't make puns. I don't know how to do it. I can't think that fast. <laughs> I'm dumb. Well, I'd uh, say one hand washes the other, but we've just got one hand no. right now. So. Um, hey, hey, can you put out your pants on one leg at a time like else? Deeper suppositions inside the file say the IOG thinks that Aguilar might know where the benevolent AI is housed, but they're not 100% sure. They're not sure how close hold, but somebody has to know because it's got to maintain itself. Had shown you would know that's a lot of maintenance. Yeah. And a huge power draw. They would have to have a sizable element 121 reactor to just power it. If Aguilar is one of the people maintaining it, she hasn't left Texas. That means that the AI is probably still somewhere here in Texas. Possible. Isn't there some way to be able to see something drawing that much power? Only if we have access to their, if they have a element 121 power plant underground, that's not on the grid, for example, we wouldn't be able to tell. Okay. I mean, it's a good so thought, but I don't think that the technologically, I don't think we can. Okay. So then does that put us back at the idea of we need to get closer to Aguilar through Mr. Preacher Man so that we can start infiltrating the... more? I think we have to. It's either yeah. that or we declare like open war and just start taking out her, her corporate presence. But, but we also know that if we also know that we will die if we engage with her. Right. right. I mean, that's, that's what I was going to say. She has us outgunned. And out yeah, by herself, let alone whatever resources she agents, has. soldiers, resources. Right. We right. cannot fight her physically. We cannot restrain her. We cannot overpower her. Is Maxi ever really outgunned? Frequently. <laughs> He's about at half strength as, right now. <laughs> as, as previously proven in said uh, gunfight with 
machine or with minigun using yeah. operatives. Um, no, Maxi was going to make a comment on the fact that it it would make the most sense for the AI to remain in Texas due to its separatist state. Yeah, it needs to be somewhere that it can get away from the IOG, the UN, everything. And not to mention, where do you want to be if you want to go to space? Also true. Correct. It's one of Texas's only major industries, being that they're under sanction and arms embargoes. I, I know this would never work and it would be far too risky, but I really wish we could just do something to force her, her hand to go into space and then just nuke her spaceship. But Alex already said we can't have nukes. We tried that. I, I said, <laughs> I said, I know it won't work. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, nuke, I mean, aside from nukes, I mean, there's also like tactical laser weapons, right? There's the problem you know, is, is if suborbital systems. Ships are leaving this planet all the time. How are we going to know which, which one which? it's on? Yeah. I mean, if I was a okay, I hate that I'm going to do this. If I was a malevolent, benevolent AI, <laughs> I would hide in like a a church ship full of you know orphans. What kind of AI, Kaylee? A malevolent, benevolent AI. Kaylee, give me a hardware check. See if my brain is well done. Hardware, jeez, I don't. Okay, where's that skill? Hang on. Malevolent, benevolent, malevolent, benevolent. Do I get tech head on that? Yeah. Is that the new red leather, yellow leather? I think it is. Malevolent, benevolent. Oh my god. Thirty-six. What was that? Thirty-six. Um, <laughs> at this Why stage of computing, out? anything big enough to house that AI is going to be a big ship, right? You would almost need to not transport it up. What you'd want to do is you'd want to build a ship in orbit and then just transmit the code data via tether to that ship. You're not going to launch it from the ground. It's, it, the power requirements and the size of the computer it would need, it's too big. It would have to okay. be orbitally built. Can uh, I'll send off another request to the IOG, or if I can get it, of all all known current orbital constructions of ship sizes X and higher. They send you a list back in about five minutes. There's three hundred of them. Okay. Most of them are classified as ore carriers because they send out, as did denoted in the SSMC section of the Identical Core Rulebook, they send out ROV carriers to the asteroid belts to grab heavy metals and precious metals out of the belt. And so it's remote piloted, it's all full of ROVs, but it's basically just a big empty vessel that they used to go out there. Um, you could theoretically hide anything in one of those. Because they're just basically big tankers. Okay. Uh, uh, only other thing is there's three passenger ships on the manifest that are being built between EM4, that's Earth Moon 4 at that station, and their passenger liners heading out to some of the new settlements in the asteroid belt. Um, 
I'm going to send one more message back to the IOG, and this is going to be a big ask. I want to see if I can... Yeah, I could probably... Might be able to code something very stupid compared to this, but I want to see if they can hook me up with a... Uh, uh, pro, some uh, basically a digi because I read the rules update you did read the rules update so the short answer is yes it's going to take the 2000 ID points for it but um, so the short answer is yes they can hook you up with a digi type system okay and then I will get it I will see if I can get it chewing on those 300 ships to see if we can narrow it down. I know it's going to take some time. Yeah. Okay, cool. For 5,000 ID points, can we? Can it be a didgeridoo system? <laughs> I just very much love that it's named Digi because I wanted to say it and watch Dot's face when it happened. Yeah, I, just... I know you got me. <laughs> so if you all would like to know the origin of the Digi system, please go back Listen and watch. Listen to Angel City Stories. Yeah, there you go. It all connects. Or if you want to know why Dot's looking like she is, go listen to Resting Glitch Face. Yes. Also true. Cross promotion! Yay! <laughs> um, Alright guys, we did it. Way to go. Everybody have a good night. We've succeeded at podcasting. <laughs> we, we've, we've, we've plugged we've all the things. It. So are you going to leave a message for Marin before we end the episode? I think we should if we're so okay. Because I like, I, I mean, dots, dots got their plan. So okay. stitches, 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 stitches has a plan. I'm the game runner. I'm allowed to like mix up your character and stuff. Okay. So all right. So <laughs> we're all agreed that our next step is to we need to find where Aguilar is because she's going to lead us to the AI. And then we can drop large rocks on them or whatever it is we're planning on doing. This Ooh. is just an alternate plan. Yeah, can so we just do that on orbit? Yes, that's the whole idea about rocks. I was thinking maybe we could possibly do something. But anyway, Stitches, you had an idea, though. We talked to Marin, say, hey, we were with her. We understand your grief. We liked her, too. You were dating I... her. I don't know. Well... Um, I mean, I have video footage. No, I thought, so are you going to the dad who, because her dad was the head of the church. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the other guy was with her and also died. Yes. Right. But We're we, talking about the, Richard Marin, the head of the church. Okay. We also, didn't we also believe that she was acting on her own outside of her father's influence? Yes. But this would be a, a way for him to understand what she was doing and what she was into and why she was killed the way she was. If we, where, I mean, this is going to sound Ooh. heartless and horrible, but where it would is also drive to... a wedge between the likely drive a wedge between the, the pastor and Aguilar. You right. also were, th you also thought that the church was somehow funding Aguilar's operations. Mm -hmm. Right. So if he Did... finds out that it was Aguilar's people that were the ones to end his daughter, well, perhaps he'll, that he may be human enough to decide not to fund Aguilar anymore. I mean, he has found Jesus. He's spending a lot of souls on those Super Bowl ads. Oh, we saw that all, didn't like, we? Um, no, I'm, I'm saying literally and <laughs> spiritually. Right. Yeah. 
I have a vague memory, but it may be completely fabricated that something about Eileen's death was on the news or no. You haven't checked the news since you got back. I do that right now. <laughs> um, yes, it is on the news. Uh, a, a newspaper flies through the uh, the <laughs> open patio door and slaps against the counter. Uh, no, it's, it's all no, digital. It's a newspaper. <laughs> that kid's as, got as, an arm. As, <laughs> Kaylee, I was, I was about to say the same thing. And Zed, and Zed flips their glow up to the digital screen. Um, yeah, it's in the paper. Um Texas Rangers are investigating the firefight. Um, right now, the story you're reading in the papers that she was a she was an innocent bystander who happened to be flying out of there on her way to Acapulco for vacation. Yeah, I mean okay. this will work. I feel it in my bones. Uh, well, we also have said uh, we but the also newspapers have the are saying she from... wasn't involved. We have Zed's watcher feeds. You right. Do. So we have video proof of us being there with her and working with her. And then Aguilar's people showing up and mowing us down. Okay, so who's who's uh who's composing the message? One, two, three, not it. Uh that's gonna be you, smooth talker. Yeah. I, I it's what I assumed. <laughs> I have to. I just have to say, I appreciate the fact that both Dot and Kaylee went with the touch of the nose technique. Nose goes. Yeah, that was very classy. I like yeah. it. Um, yeah. Should we? Should we send a video message? Should we send a, a text message? A video message might be good because he could see us kind of broken, um, I, and know that we're, we need it. I would suggest. I, including only a short clip of his daughter's presence in the video message so that we can prove we were on site. Uh, it may also be enough to garner his attention to want to speak further. Zed, can I take a look at that footage real quick? Yeah. Shoot me, you shoot me a copy? Alex, I'm going to do a quick edit job on it. I'm removing Chone from the footage. Okay. Give me a software check. My dice. You've been nice to me. Thank you. That's 64. Uh, yeah, I, okay. I almost maxed out. Chone has successfully edited themselves out of the footage. I send it back to you. In case Aguilar and the AI are looking for me. If you transmit that, that could flag something. Well, I'm definitely not going to transmit that video or send them a file. I'm thinking. Okay, so we know that we we know he's a big preacher. We know he's got a lot of stuff. Um, I want to make sure this would go to him directly. So, could we hire like a, a courier? Like to deliver a message yeah. directly to a person. Yep. Okay. I want to do that. How good of a courier you want to hire? The best, has, Jerry. The has, best. It has to be something. It has to be 
it has to be reputable. Yes, because otherwise his how security much, is just gonna. How much are you offering for this courier job? I mean, I kind of think I kind of vaguely remember the IOG just giving us a, a corporate yeah. card. And what I'm asking <laughs> is, is how much are you offering? Five k. Yes. What, five, what, five, what's the going rate? Zed would know good going rates. Give me a counterintelligence check. Oh, or oh street. I've I've got skills. I've got these skills. Let Are they multiplying? <laughs> well, he is losing control. I am about to lose control. <laughs> you bastards! Did you use your arms? <laughs> he used uh, his arms to roll the dice. Does anybody have uh, the one that'll give Zed a reroll? Um. Wait, don't I? Wait, don't I have some talents for this? What are my I talents? Have, I have dole to reroll one intelligence check. No, all my all my talents are about fighting people. I got a twenty. I got a twenty. Maxi got a twenty-six on his counterintelligence check. Uh, terrible. If you want to make sure it gets there for sure, ten k is a guarantee. Then yes. Okay. We slip Zed a note that says ten k. So what what does the message say? I'm going to write a number on this piece of paper. <laughs> okay, so the it's gonna say Uh oh. To whom it may concern. To whom it may concern. <laughs> Hold on. Was there any like was there any of the like symbolism on any of their getups that would identify them as being yes. Okay. Just making sure that that is also being represented clearly, because I don't want it to be. You're, you're guessing he's of... probably got intelligence assets of his own that are that are going to help you with that. So. Well, yeah, I just didn't want the video to look like it was just a bunch of random mercs that showed up while we're trying to still pin this on Aguilar. Yep. You know. So what's the message say, Caleb? It's going to say the mercs were wearing T-shirts that said hashtag Team Aguilar. Hagular, hash. I, that was bad. I'm, I'm, I'm vamping while I'm trying to be creative, and it's not working. Caleb, may I make a suggestion? Please do. Perhaps playing on the grieving father type thing and say, you know, something along the lines of, you're being manipulated by the rangers in the media. If you really want to know who took your daughter out, we were there, and we'd be. And it's we feel it's our duty to tell you or to help you or you know it's God would want you we felt God would want you to know make sure oh. you make sure you send it from uh, from uh, an entity called Q no then he'd expect expect like a, a shoe phone <laughs> or an Aston I Martin. think I think keeping it short and simple. I mean, I put it in the chat, but like yeah. something like that, like saying we know who really took her from you and or on the lines of what Kaylee said too. Yeah, yeah, v very very short and to the point. We we, we have were, we were there, we have answers. Yes. Yeah. Give me a deceit we, check. That's not deceit though. All right, fair enough. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I, mean, I, I, I believe you just rolled a nat 20 against the game runner. No, I'm again, fair. No. 
it, it is a, it, I'm, I'm writing a, a truthful statement that we were, we were with your daughter at her unfortunate demise. We have accurate information that is not tainted by the media or police interference about how and about why she died and who is responsible. Okay. It's, the message is much less clinical, though. Yeah. Um, it would be very heartstring tuggy. I'm going to say give me either... Give me an insight check. That doesn't use your arms, so you should be good. I, I have the writing skill. All right, I'll let you do that. I would like to use my writing skill. That's, that's fair. Go ahead. I mean, you are essentially making a PR statement. Yep. Yeah. Oh, no. No. I, that that was a natural 20. Hell yeah. I okay. switched, I switched oh. to my Cthulhu dice. All right. So oh. you, you write the statement and hand it off to the courier. And it goes off. And that's where we're going to stop this episode. Is with the message off to the career. Thank you all for joining us tonight. We should be back in two weeks on the 28th. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I hope you had a decent Valentine's Day. I hope you spend it with loved ones. I hope your 2023 gets better. Um, Caleb, where can folks find you on the internet? I am on the socials at the Caleb G. Uh, you can also hear me and see some of my writing reviews of various tabletop products over at the RPG Academy, their website and podcast. And uh, if 2023 gets better and allows me to do so, I'm going to be kicking off some more uh, fundraising work with point5past.org on the socials at P, the number five past. Uh, if I ever have a moment to let my brain function properly. Also, he's got a really cool idea for an Identico story that him and Michael from the RPG Academy were working on. Also, I was talking to Mallow and have like a dozen more ideas. I, I'm, I'm waiting to see some of these because they should be good. So I, I haven't written down. I'll send them to you. Okay. Uh, Dot, where can folks find you? Um, mostly on the Twitters, dot matrix underscore oh one, uh, as well as hosting with um, Gaming with Gage and Friends and Resting Glitch Phase. Uh, we are starting to record for season three. Woo! That's awesome. Uh, and I'm going to do Michael and Kayla together because they have, there's a big, there's a big milestone for where we often hear Michael and Kaylee. What's going on, guys? Tell me about Redemption. Well, I was going to say that you can't really find me anywhere anymore because after seven and a half years of uh, show, uh, over 150 episodes, over 200 hours of audio, the Redemption Podcast story has come to an end as of this past Monday. Our final episode, episode 810, it dropped. Uh, and we got some good closure there, I think. Uh, is that the end of the stories for those characters? Mm. Probably not. Maybe. Who knows? The end. Question mark. There you go. <laughs> uh, can they find it on youtube.com slash redemption podcast? Something like that. And all their favorite podcatchers? That's definitely where they can find it. For Y'all, sure. 
go check out Redemption. There you go, too. You get a nice beginning, middle, and end. So now you can have, like, eight season worth. And I'm going to push this one out because I've had a bunch of people be like, at my store, who are like, I want ones that, like, end so I can feel like I'm getting somewhere, you know, but they like to listen to stuff at work. And I'm like, ah, okay. Now I got you. Now Redemption. If you listen to it at, like, one and a half times, you'll be able to get through the whole thing in, like, half a year. There you go. But, no, let's do it at good times because these are talented folks. Uh, Michael, where else can they find you on the socials? Um, so, uh, as Kayla mentioned, Redemption is coming to an end. Please give us a listen. Uh, go back, listen to the old stuff, catch up to the new stuff. Uh, you got plenty of time because uh, you do now. You, do. Um, <laughs> uh, you can also find me on the socials at Loser MLW, mostly on Twitter. Uh, you can catch me on Rook and Rasp on Wednesdays now. I am on a, a new show that's a Dragon Age RPG. It is called A Time of Masks and Daggers. Is that every Wednesday, uh, my friend? That is every Wednesday awesome. at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, and then you can uh, find me here. And then you can also find me on uh, Tubular Teens with Titans, the Super, Sent- Super Sentai or Super Saiyan uh, Power Rangers-ish Super audio Slime. drama. Super salami about benevolent, benevolent. I know, but you did it. You did it well, and I obviously screwed it up. <laughs> um, so yes, the super salami show. Um, <laughs> Wait, that's identical uh, after after dark. That's that's after after dark. I play uh, I play a character called Harbinger on that show, which is the the main villain, and it's a lot of fun to choose scenery. And we are getting ready to start recording season two. That is awesome. And Kaylee, can they find you on the socials? Uh, yeah, I'm still on Twitter right now at Anime Girl, and uh, I'm also Anime Girl at Dice Camp if if I occasionally post on Mastodon, but that's about it right now. Hmm. I don't have any other projects other than Identico going on right now. Oh, well, see, we need to we'll, we'll just need to add more Identico projects. Uh, yes, I'm still working on a cast for the next Identico show. It's coming, I promise. I promise, folks. It's I'm this close. Casting these shows is not easy. Um... For those that want to know about actual plays, finding a good group of people is hard. I mean, sometimes you end up with us. No, not end up. Alex, Alex, I gotta ask. I have to ask Alex. How hard is it? It's it's so painful. Um, I've actually got most of the next piece written. And what's great is all this stuff from Chaos Inc. is going to feed into that other show. It's so good. I don't have my cast lined up yet. Um... But we're getting there. Uh, we should be back for a day go after dark tomorrow, Wednesday at seven o'clock. You can find me on Twitter and TikTok at Alex the Human. I'm there on Instagram too, but I'm never on Instagram. Uh, TikTok and Twitter are my jams. Um, go check us out at youtube.com slash identico if you want to watch all the back episodes of Angel City Stories, Chaos Incorporated, all our one shots like Deep in the Heart of Texas and Mary Heismas and all the fun stuff. We have so much content for you. Uh, special thanks to uh, Kaylee for being our editor for all of our YouTube stuff. Uh, it really, really helps us out. Um, and the store will be reopening on Saturday. So you can come see me there in Linwood, Washington at noon. Yay. I'm so tired. It's been, <laughs> I'm so tired. Uh, thank you all for joining us. We'll be back with more casting in two weeks. Uh, stay safe, be kind to each other, and we'll see you next time. Bye.